Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Lock It In, a sports betting show, part of the Believe Podcast Network. And now, here's your host, Cam Rogers. And welcome into Lock It In with Cam Rogers right here on the Believe Network, the number one content network for professionals. It is the 104th PGA Championship. We head on out to Southern Hills Country Club, Tulsa, Oklahoma, has hosted seven major championships in all. And I have the full breakdown for you right here on Lock It In with Cam Rogers. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Rogers 99 and on Instagram at Mr. Rogers 98. Full storylines, the golf course, Southern Hills. Why is it different as compared to the 2007 PGA Championship? Tiger Woods is in the field. How will he perform This week, Phil Mickelson is not. What is the situation with Phil as we go on here in the PGA Tour season? And then, of course, my best bets for the second major championship of the season. So excited to get to that. Just as a programming note, Lock It In with Cam Rogers will also be live on SportsMap Radio at 7 o'clock Eastern Time tomorrow night. That's Wednesday night. And that show will feature Meg McDonald, sports betting analyst as well. So really excited to have her on the program. We have a lot to get to, folks. PGA Championship, so much to break down. But first, a word from our friends at Bet Online. Lock it in with Cam Rogers is presented by betonline.ag, the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA and NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to sign up and use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And welcome back. Let's get into the breakdown here. Southern Hills Country Club. This course is long for a par 70, just a shade over 7,500 yards. Plenty of uneven lies off the tee. Course went through a renovation pretty recently, a couple of years ago by Gil Hans. So basically what happened was this course got wider off the tee and then the greens got more complicated. The greens have these random runoffs, so you have to be super accurate with your approach shots. So it's a lot different than 2007 because 2007, it was more of a U.S. Open setup. So really long, thick, luscious, rough, very narrow fairways. You had to be pretty much conservative off of the tee, and that's how Tiger Woods 
won the PGA championship down there in Tulsa back in 2007 because he was hitting six irons off the tee. And that's all that was really needed in 110 degrees, by the way. Of course, we're talking about August, Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's a hot combination, if you will, hot temperatures. And so it's a lot different this year. So you have to be really precise with your irons. And there could be a situation where the wind is whipping and everybody's missing greens. That's when you have to have that artistry element to your short game. So I'm looking at guys like Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, Matt Kuchar could be a sleeper this week. Those guys have been fantastic with their short games. That could come in handy here this week. I would expect a lot more drivers off the tee as compared to 2007 with these wider fairways. The trees have gotten cut down, a good chunk of them at least. So you will see a different golf course this week. Now, that is not to say that it's going to be easier than 2007. Tiger Woods won at an eight under par score. So I think we'll have something along those lines again this year. Even though this course went through somewhat of a renovation, it's not like it went through a renovation to make it easier. So I could see eight under being the winning score again this year, honestly. Now, the one thing that is unpredictable in all of this is the wind whipping about out there in Oklahoma. Tiger Woods said today in his press conference that this course could play differently every single day in terms of competition. So keep that in mind. So this is going to be a test. There's no doubt about it. And here's what's important. Greens in regulation, the last three major winners here ranked fourth in the field in greens in regulation. So hit your greens, make a few putts, make a couple of birdies and move on to the next round. I don't think this is going to be a birdie fest. We have seen that before, kind of, relatively speaking, at PGA Championships. I don't think that's going to be the case this year. This is going to be a big time test. So Southern Hills Country Club going to be a really fun golf course to follow along with here this week for the PGA Championship. Okay, let's talk about Tiger Woods here this week. He says his right knee is stronger than it was five weeks ago. Of course, five weeks ago was the Masters Tournament. And that makes sense to me. He seems in pretty good spirits, in my opinion. But Here's the reality of the situation. And I have to take off my Tiger Woods fan hat and put on my Tiger Woods analyst hat. He was 47th at Augusta, made the cut. But here's the difference between the Masters and the PGA Championship. The Masters is not really a full field event. And it has like 20 past champions, a bunch of first timers. You could really guess a lot of them are going to miss the cut. So it's easier to make the cut at the Masters. And then the PGA Championship is a full field deep event. 156 players in theory every single year. So it's going to be a lot harder for Tiger Woods to make the cut at the PGA Championship. And so I think that expectations have to be tempered a little bit here this week. In terms of the betting market out there, I am not putting any of my finances on Tiger Woods to win, top 10, top 20, none of that. 
likely not even in matchup plays either. The only thing I would bet on would be for him to miss the cut. And over at Bet Online, it's plus 110. So I would prefer it to be plus 160, plus 170. So you're really not getting a lot of bonus money, if you will, in this scenario. But the golf course is different. So he's been learning that throughout the week. And I'm talking about different as compared to 2007. And then how is his body feeling? After four rounds of major championship golf at the Masters, I know that was five weeks ago. But how is it feeling now that he is in the midst of his season, right? Southern Hills is not a flat golf course. Southern Hills. A lot of undulations to it. The walking is going to be difficult. This is a long golf course, even though it is a par 70. So you have to factor in fatigue. It's going to be hotter this week as compared to Augusta National back in April. How does that factor in to Tiger Woods' chances this week? And really, this is a deep, deep field. A lot of the top players are playing well right now. John Rahm, Patrick Cantlay, Cameron Smith, Colin Morikawa, Rory McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler the number one player in the world. It's hard for me to see a scenario where Tiger beats out all of those guys this week. I could see it at the Open Championship at St. Andrews. I can't see it this week at the PGA Championship. And so a realistic expectation for Tiger, his ceiling would be like a top 40 finish this week. I've said this before. I don't think PGA championships or U.S. Opens set up well for Tiger anymore. Not at this stage of his career. The Masters, the Open Championship, he should be able to contend at for the next decade, really. Phil Mickelson won a major last year at the age of 50. And we'll get to him later. But I am not confident in Tiger Woods to contend here this week. And if you think he is going to win this week, I love the confidence. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. So, Hey, I'm rooting for the guy. Obviously I always do. But in terms of putting my hard earned cash on anything, Tiger Woods betting wise, aside from his missing the cut, I won't do it. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be a really fun first two days. He's paired up with Rory McIlroy and Jordan Spieth. So Spieth and Rory both playing really, really well. Maybe Tiger can draw from that energy a little bit here this week. But listen, this is going to be a really tough task for him. And honestly, I think the 2007 version of this golf course in 2022 would suit him better than this current golf course because Tiger could be conservative off the tee, hit irons, as would everybody else, really. So he has surprised us before. He can surprise us again. But I am not putting any money down on Tiger Woods to finish top 10 or win. Okay, we got the Friday news dump. 
last week that Phil Mickelson is not playing in the PGA Championship. He's highly connected to the Live Golf League, the Saudi-backed golf league that is hoping to rival the PGA Tour. First event is in London in June, early June, June 9th to the 11th. So the clock is ticking a little bit here about what Phil Mickelson is going to do. We know he's not defending his title this week. What is more surprising? Phil Mickelson winning the PGA Championship on the longest golf course in major championship history at the age of 50 or not showing up the next year to defend that title. It's pretty remarkable. Like, he's not here this week. And I'll tell you what, the comments that he made pretty recently, those controversial comments, must be really weighing on him. Because I'm trying to figure out why he's not here this week. Does he hate the PGA Tour that much to not show up and defend his own title? Like, I truly do not understand it. And all signs point toward Phil Mickelson playing in the Live Golf Invitational Series. Every major champion has showed up to defend their title. Since 1954, Ben Hogan was the last person to not show up to defend their title. Phil Mickelson just broke that streak. And it's pretty remarkable where we are with Phil. Alan Shipnuck, who wrote the biography on Phil Mickelson, which I very much look forward to reading, really paints him as this creative, fun, energetic guy, but also can be petty and have a different side to him. So something that Alan said on Golf Channel struck me pretty well. He said that Tiger knows he's not bigger than the game itself, but Phil is trying to be bigger than the game itself. And therein lies the difference. So Listen, we could see Phil at the U.S. Open next month at Brookline where he will try to complete the career Grand Slam, and I'm sure fans will welcome him with open arms. Or he goes to London in early June and plays in the Live Golf event. But here's the unique thing. So Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA Tour, has denied all waiver requests for golfers who want to participate in the first live golf event. The U.S. Open is not controlled and not governed by Jay Monahan. The U.S. Open is run by the USGA. So the USGA could still allow Phil Mickelson to play in the U.S. Open, even if Phil plays in that first live golf event. So it's going to get messier and messier, and we don't know any details. Tiger Woods has not spoken to Phil Mickelson since those comments became public. 
And Tiger made it very clear he is not on the same page as Phil as far as trying to get leverage to change whatever he wants to change on the PGA Tour. Pretty wild stuff right now in the game of golf. Okay, let's get to my best bets for the PGA Championship here this week. My pick to win, Rory McIlroy. He will get his third PGA Championship, his fifth major championship of his career. He's got an Open Championship. He's got two PGA Championships. And of course, he has a U.S. Open. So he's third in this field in strokes gained total over the last 24 rounds. He's sixth off the tee. Coming off a top five finish at the Byron Nelson. Runner up at the Masters. So listen, I think everything is shaping up for Rory to have a fantastic week. If this turns into a week where everybody is missing greens, I have a lot of confidence in Rory with his short game to maneuver around. So I like him a lot this week. He's 16 to one to win this week over at Ben online. So he's one of the favorites. It's a chalky play, but listen, let's look at the numbers here. As far as the outright market is concerned for the past winners at the PGA championship, Phil was 540 to one. So he was an outlier, but Colin Morikawa was 36 to one Brooks twice, 12 to one, 23 to one. Justin Thomas in 2017, kind of down the board, 50 to one, but for the most part, chalky winners, right? So Rory at 16 to one, in my opinion, is value because I am picking him to win. Nine of the last 10 champions had a top 20 in a previous PGA championship start. We know Rory fits that category. Eight of the last 10 champions had posted a top 20 in their previous start. Rory, in his last performance, of course, was a top five at the Wells Fargo Championship. My apologies. I said Byron Nelson earlier. I meant Wells Fargo Championship. But even still, his last start was a top 20, top five at Wells Fargo. So Rory is my pick to win. I've got some top 10 plays as well. I am... Very high on Hideki Matsuyama this week. I am not concerned about the injuries anymore because we saw him light it up at the AT&T Byron Nelson. He gained 9.4 strokes on approach at that tournament alone. Just elite ball striking. He's eighth in this field in strokes gained approach over the last 24 rounds. He was 14th at the Masters, and his putter is pretty good right now. So all that together, I like Hideki Matsuyama. I like Jordan Spieth. He nearly won back-to-back events last week at the Byron Nelson. The ball striking has been fantastic. The putter is coming around too, just in time for him to perhaps complete the career grand slam. Jordan Spieth is plus 225 over at Bet Online. Matsuyama is plus 275 for a top 10. And then Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley. JT plus 200, Xander plus 250. All of these guys played well last week at the Byron Nelson. I am banking on that momentum continuing here this week at Southern Hills. Justin Thomas is due for a victory pretty darn soon. Could happen this week. I certainly like him for a top 10. And then Xander Shoffley has been 
you know, up and down in 2022, but he fired a 61 on Sunday at the Byron Nelson. I think that carries over to this week for the PGA championship. He has the all around game that you want. He crushes it off the tee. Watch out for Xander Shoffley here this week. So in the outright market, Rory McIlroy is my pick to win. Top 10s, Matsuyama, Spieth, Thomas, and Shoffley. Some top 20s going down the board a little bit, looking for some value here. Jason Day, 3-2-1 for a top 20 finish. He could be Mr. PGA Championship. Hasn't missed a cut here since 2012. He won in 2015 at Whistling Streets. 15th at a very difficult TPC Potomac a couple of weeks ago at the Wells Fargo Championship. 30th in this field in strokes gained total over the last 24 rounds. You could do worse than Jason Day here for a top 20 plus 300. I like that play a lot. Nobody's talking about this guy, Jason Kokrak, top 20 plus 400, 17th at the Byron Nelson, 35th at the RBC Heritage, 14th at the Masters. Not a bad PGA resume either. Couple of top 25s over the last four years. Long driver of the golf ball. He should fit this course well. So top 20 plus 400, like that value. Same for this guy, Matt Kuchar, plus 450. Solid, solid value. Decent PGA resume. Three top 10s the last seven years Best short game player in this field over the last 24 rounds. Second at the Valero Texas Open. Third at the RBC Heritage. 12th last week at the Byron Nelson. Just sort of going about his business. Kind of having a resurgence here in 2022 as well. So top 20 for Matt Kuchar. He should play well here this week. And then my master's pick, Daniel Berger, plus 230 for a top 20. 12th in this field in strokes gained approach over the last 24 rounds. Couple of top 15s at the PGA the last four years. Really steady player, plays well at majors typically. So I don't think he has a lot of outright value this week, in my opinion, but I like him for a top 20 plus 230. That's a pretty solid number, in my opinion. And then I have a bunch of matchup plays here this week. Let's start with. My fade, Scotty Scheffler, at least compared to John Rahm and Rory McIlroy. I'm going Rahm over Scheffler in a matchup, minus 110 for John Rahm. Rahm should play well here this week. Could win, honestly, this week. He loves long, difficult courses, and he can get to these par fives in two. He has the distance. These par fives are super long. So only a select group of golfers will be able to get there in two. John Rahm, one of those guys. No disrespect to Scotty Scheffler, but this run has to end at some point, right? So John Rahm over Scheffler, same for McElroy, same logic. I'm picking Rory to win, so I should pick Rory in any matchup, really. Plus 110 for Rory McElroy there. Plus 102 for Jordan Spieth over Patrick Cantlay. Patrick Cantlay's major championship resume is not very good. Like, it's pretty bad, in my opinion. Jordan Spieth's major championship resume, elite. And he's playing fantastically right now. A winner at the RBC Heritage a few weeks ago, plus 102 over Patrick Cantlay. Jason Kokrak, minus 115 over Sergio Garcia. 
I haven't really seen a lot from Sergio that lends me to believe he's going to play well this week. So I will lean on Kokrak in this one, minus 115 there. Harold Varner the third minus 105 over Sebastian Munoz. So HV3 was sixth at the Players' Championship. He was third at the RBC Heritage. The approach game is really good. Three straight made cuts at the PGA Championship. I don't know if Munoz is ready for this moment yet at the PGA. Elite talent, great birdie maker. But in a grinded out fest, I would prefer Harold Varner, the third here, minus 105 in that matchup. Adam Scott, plus 106 over Louis Oosthuizen. Louis has had an injury-ish season so far. Really not inspiring me at all with his play. Adam Scott has been pretty hot with the putter. So I think this is a pretty easy matchup play for me. Adam Scott over Louis Oosthuizen. And then finally... Joaquin Neiman, minus 105 over Will Zalatoris. Neiman has been electric so far this year, tee to green. The around the green game has been great as well. He won earlier this year at Riviera, a major championship type of golf course, if you ask me. Will Zalatoris is great. The ball striking is wonderful. The putter is awful. And if he is just a little off with his irons this week, I think he can struggle. I love him in terms of long-term prognostication. But for this particular week, I'll go with Neiman over Zalatoris. So those are my best bets for the PGA Championship this week. Enjoy the golf, folks. And again, lock it in with Cam Rogers live on SportsMap Radio tomorrow night, Wednesday night at 7 o'clock Eastern time. Join me then as well. Enjoy the golf. Good luck to your bets this week. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.